I'm thankful that you came out tonight to hear an old country boy like me that's been saved by grace, washed in the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. And I, I tell you, it's, it's good to be on the road with this crowd of believers down here. A wonderful pastor that loves God. Men and women of God that, that seek God's face. It's a, it's, it's a joy. And with y'all getting with me and, and helping me, I believe we can get through this message tonight. But this is just what God had gave me about four or five weeks ago. And I told Brother Anthony, I said, boy, I can't wait for camp meeting. And he called me about a, two weeks ago and he said, Brother Jerry, what are you going to do? I said, what do you mean? He says, how about doing Tuesday night after camp meeting? I said, what, brother? But anyway, you know, it's a hard act to follow when these men of God, you know, God was moving. But like I said a while ago, I'm, I am what I am by the grace of God and what God's gave me. And I just love this praise team. I love you all. And I'm so thankful. But uh, we're going to pray and then I'm going to try to get into the word. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to keep you long unless Holy Ghost moves. And when the Holy Ghost moves, I'm going to get out of the way because I don't want to stand in his way, you know. And I've been praying today, and, and i got something to share with you. My little girl, she just turned four, and, and the message I'm going to preach on is called Let It Go. And I went out there the, the, the other day, and she was going around the house saying, Let it go, let it go, let it go. And I said, Sissy, you're preaching my sermon. What, granddaddy? I said, ah, you'll never know. I just told you he's preaching my message. But anyway, the title of this message is Let It Go. And I'll give you my scripture here in a minute. Uh, uh, Joel, you want to bring that up? We're going to pray right now. Pray with me. Father, Lord, we thank you today, Lord, that you are awesome. We thank you that you are a never-changing God. You're always right on time. I thank you, Lord, for this holy word that these brothers and sisters was testifying about and what Chrissy said about this love letter. Lord, this is a love letter to us. Everything in this Bible, as Brother John said here about two or three months ago, Daddy, it's in there. Hallelujah. If he's healing, he's healing. Sister Betty sings about it. Whatever season, hallelujah, you're doing, Lord God. If you're healing or you're blessing, Lord, bless tonight. Heal these people. Touch these people, Lord. Touch me, Lord God. Hallelujah. Flow through me, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That I might say something, Lord, it might touch these brothers and sisters. And then, Lord, we'll give you all the praise and all the glory. And we ask it all in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Thank you for those kind words, Paul. You know, I, I tell you, Sister uh, Sheila and Brother Anthony, I, I met Brother Anthony at a, and you all know what, where I met him. I met him at a funeral home. And I was there at a funeral, a friend of mine, he was preaching. And when I met him, I sat down. I didn't meet him till after the service. And I just sat down. And I was going to church somewhere at that time. He said, the Lord spoke to me. He says, uh, I said, boy, that man can preach. He preaches a funeral, man, just like he's preaching. And the Lord just spoke to me, you know, in that audible voice. He said, I want you to go help him. I said, Lord, you don't have to tell me again. He said, I want you to go help him. So when I called Brother Anthony, told him what the Lord had said, me and him went out, and we talked, and we had a good time. And, hey, I tell you, I love the man. I tell you, I love, I love his family. I love all of you. And we're going to get right in the Word. If you got your Bible, say amen. I, I'm going to uh, Judges 21 and 6, 16. No, 16 and 21, sorry. And the Bible reads like this, But the Philistines took him, 
and put out his eyes and brought him down to Gaza and bound him with fetters of brass, and he did grind in the prison house. Now I come to tell somebody, what prison house are you in tonight? What's got you bound? What's got you tore up? What, what has got you not worshiping God like you ought to worship God or praying like you should be praying. Now, Samson messed up. You know the story about Samson. He was called to God. He was strong. He was, he was mighty, and, and, and he, he messed up. And you know what, you know what he done? If you read the story, you'll know. He laid his head in the enemy's lap, and they cut his hair. Then they took him down to the prison house, and they took his eyes away from him. And Samson was there. He was in a prison house. And the Bible records that right there it says that he did grind in the prison house. Now that's where America is today. They're grinding in the prison house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This verse is referenced to Samson that when he was finding himself down there with the Philistines. Now he killed more Philistines back after this all happened than he did in the verse chapter back before where he killed a thousand with a jawbone of a donkey but he killed all these philistines at the last and i'm gonna get to that but you know if you're here tonight and you're grinding in the prison house you know i i pondered this first and i said lord what can i say what can i do and how true is that today people grinding in the prison house people got anger people are unforgiven People are selfish. People are jealous. People are, are, are talking about his and that and everything. They're, they're in a prison house and they can't get free because they've not took it all and went to Jesus and said, let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. And as I pondered, I pondered this, it's, there's countless addictions out there. Hallelujah. You know what Paul said? Paul, the, uh, in the Bible, he said, I went to the house of God and I was offended by my brothers. I was offended by my brothers. Now, I, I can get offended at Walmart, but I'll smile at them. But when it comes to the house of God, you know, a lot of people get offended because people are jealous. People are envy. People are, are just unforgivable, unforgiven. Hallelujah. And my Bible says, Without forgiveness, no man will see the kingdom. And I'm, t I'm just here tonight as a warning. He's a red flag up tonight. I wish I'd have brought my red flag. He's a red flag up. I'm just coming to warn you tonight, but you need to just let it go. So you cannot control another person's actions, but you can control yours by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> you can control yours. He's a controller. Peter said over there, he said, there's nothing can tame that tongue, but I know somebody can tame it. I know somebody can tame it. Hallelujah. He'll tame that tongue. Hallelujah. Oh, and you know what's common today? It's become a common place for people to lash out at others on social media. Look what's happening in Washington. Look what's happening on CNN. They ain't got a good word to say about nobody. The world's in a mess. This place, America, is in a mess. They're talking about this one and that one, and they're not down on their knees praying, but you let something happen. You let somebody hit the towers in New York City, and the old church doors will be open. 
My Lord, they need to just let it go. And Bible says, pray one for another. Hallelujah. You see the days approaching. And church, if ever was a time we need to pray, we need to pray now. But if you're here today and you got all these issues, you need to just let it go. Just let it go. And let Jesus take over. Whew. But you can't control it. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind me. I press toward the mark of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. Paul said, I forget those things where I used to come from. But I'm pressing toward the mark. I'm pressing toward the prize. I'm pressing to my crown of glory. And what he said at last, he said, my race is over. I finished my race. I finished my course. And now, therefore, they's laid up for me a crown of righteousness at that day. But not for me only. But for them that love his appearing. Do you love his appearing? <laughs> I'm coming back one day, he said. I'm coming. Hallelujah. Now, they sang about it. Jason sang about it the other night. How he's coming on a white horse. He's got the word of God wrote across his forehead. Hallelujah. He's got the spirit of God in his hand. Hallelujah. He's coming back for you and I. Hallelujah. So we ain't got time to be in a mullet grub mode. We ain't got time, hallelujah, to be angry at somebody. We ain't got time to be jealous over somebody else. We ain't got time, hallelujah. I can't sing. I told Carl tonight, he said, I hope you don't sing. I said, brother, I ain't going to sing. I love Carl to death. Me and him drank coffee every morning. He said, that old scratchy voice. I said, amen, brother. But me and Carl get along just like two peas in a pot. Hallelujah. But I said, no, I'm not going to sing. But I said, I hope God that God's going to anoint me to preach what God has given me. And church here today, we got to let it go. People in America's got to let this go. I'm telling you what. Hey, he's right around the corner. It ain't going to be long till he splits them eastern skies. He's coming back after his bride. Is a bride made herself ready? Is <laughs> a bride made herself ready? Oh, my goodness. You just got to simply say, Lord, I'm going to let it go tonight. I'm going to go to that altar. I remember the diet that I was sitting about 65 feet at the back door. And God spoke to me, and he said, Son, I'm not going to deal with you no more. My Lord, and you talk about a man shaking. My Lord, I shook, I shook, I shook. He preached on one more night with the frogs. Hallelujah. He said, I'm not, and, and Joseph, I mean Moses, the down there, and, and he said, listen, tell your God to get them frogs out of my city. He said, when? He said, tomorrow. He looked back at me like this. He said, God's telling somebody ain't going to be it tomorrow. And, buddy, I run to the altar and let it go. <laughs> I let Jesus, Sister Tammy, take over. <laughs> Jesus. He's Jesus in the morning. He's Jesus at noon. He's Jesus, uh, he's Jesus at night. He's Jesus all over me. Hallelujah. If you'll let it go, he'll take control of your life, and he'll make a man of God or a man of woman, a woman of God out of you. Hallelujah. I don't care what you're trying to let go. He took it to the cross. He took it to the whipping post. He nailed it to that tree and said, it's finished. Woo, it's finished. I can live this Bible. I can live this word because he said, let it go, son. Let it go. My goodness. You don't want to stay in a maximum. You don't, you don't want to. The, the, you got to let it go. You don't want to stay in the maximum security prison for the rest of your life. <laughs> 
Now, I know them men and women over there, they've committed a crime. And I know a lot of times men and women get that incarceration and they get hungry for God. And sometimes I think God hides them there to talk to them. But if they'll just let it go, just let it go. You know, when when we hold on to anger, when we hold on to resentment, when we hold on to hatred, we hold on a a lot of other evil thoughts, we're keeping ourselves locked up in a maximum security prison. You're just locking yourself out from getting in touch with God. You know God's angry when he does that. You know what? When you do that and you do this and do that, God says, just call on me, son, let it go. Just call on me, daughter, let it go. Hallelujah. But there's a better life. That's why I got Jason to sing it. And there's a better way. He is the way. He is the life. He is the soon coming king. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. The key to your prison cell is available anytime you want it. All you got to do is humble yourself before God right here or wherever and say, Lord, I'm letting it go. I'm not hanging on to it no more. You know, people come up to me and they say, Brother Jerry, I just can't forget my past. I said, why? Well, I just can't. I said, well, you had not let it go yet. I said, right back here, I said, I let it go when I run to that altar. I said, if he forgave me, I've got to forgive myself. And I said, why can't you be free? He said, I'm bound. I said, you need to let it go. You need to just let it go. I said, folks, when you let it go, Jesus will take over. He'll take over if you'll let it go. But you know what Christ is looking at? He's looking at a heart that's humble. A heart that's broken before him. A heart that says, Lord, you know what I got. You know what prison I'm in. And I'm landing right here on this altar and I ain't picking it back up no more. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, buddy, the Holy Ghost will get a hold of you. He'll turn you inside out if you'll let him. He'll, he'll turn you inside out if you'll let him. I'm telling you what, you come too late to tell me he ain't real because I've been living this now for 24 years. I tell you what, when I meant business with God, he meant business with me. Hallelujah. I do a lot of funerals. I stand behind a lot of coffins and these babies holding on to their mama and their daddy and then crying out says, Daddy. She said, Daddy, if you hadn't talked to me, if I hadn't talked to you like that, I wish you'd come back and see me. I wish you'd come back and talk to me. I can't go with you. Daddy, I can't. Because she had hatred in her heart. She hated her daddy. Her daddy must have done something to her. I've seen babies cry for their mama in the coffin. Brother Anthony will tell you, he stood behind them too. Paul stood behind them. Brother David, a lot of other men of God in here stood behind those coffins. I tell you what, I don't want to come, I don't want to come to this place. In a treasure chest, I call it. Everybody else calls it a coffin because God told me one time he's holding something special. But we don't want to come to this place and let people come by. What are they going to say about you? What are they going to talk about? Mamas and daddies. Little 22-year-old girl I read in the paper died. I knew her. 22-year-old. 
torn family. Hallelujah. I'm about done, but I, I just want to let you know tonight, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. There's a lot of heartache and trials and troubles. I know you go through times that, on your job and you get frustrated on your job. You get frustrated at Walmart. You get frustrated going to the store. Somebody in front of you is three buggies full of groceries and you're standing there. I wish you'd have got another line. Just, just anguish, anger. You know, I told this little girl one day, I was standing there and she said, you must be a good man. She said, that woman liked to wore me out with them coupons. Said she had a, she had a book full of them. She had going through everything, pulling them out. I stand there, I had one item and I was just smiling. She looked, she said, you must be a good man. I said, no, honey. I said, I got, I got a little bit of patience, but I need a whole lot of patience. But I said, God gave me patience when he saved me. I said, you didn't know me when I wasn't living for God. Amen. But God has given me mercy. He's given me grace. He's given me, he's given me all that because you know what? He loved me. He loves you. So you don't have to live in that prison house. You don't have to live in that prison house. You know what I told my wife the other day? I said, and you know, I try to tell her every night if, if, you know, families are families, you might have a little dispute, you and your husband. But before I go to bed, I say, honey, you know, I didn't mean that. I love you because I might not wake up beside of her. I might not wake up and she might not wake up, but I'm going to tell you what the devil's after homes. I'm, I'm coming here to tell you tonight that he's wanting to run your kids crazy and run you crazy. He's wanting to run you on the rampage. Brother Charles, he wants to get out. Uh, I, you know how it was when, when that man stood over you and hit you with all them bullets. It was God that did that. Hit you with one bullet. But God had a plan. Sister Tammy, you know where you came from. Brother Don, you know where you came from. All of you know where you come from. Know where God had brought you from. Now where he's taking you. So we don't have to go around every day being body grub, being talked about, being jealous, being envy, and being so-so. We need to love our brethren as Christ loved us. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to end this thing. Go with me to verse 28, sister. Pull it up there. And Samson, what Samson do? He called unto the Lord and said, oh, Lord God, remember me. I pray thee and strengthen me. I pray thee only this once, oh, God, that I may be at once avenged on the Philistine for my two eyes. You know what he done? The little lad led him over. He said, just put me to the pillars. And that's when he said that verse right there. Oh, God, just strengthen me one more time. So what I'm telling you tonight, all you got to do, if you're in a prison of bondage, just come right here tonight. Saints of God will pray for you. People will love you and lay hands on you. But if you'll just say, I'm letting it go, Jesus. I'm letting it go. Do you think Samson wasn't mad? I'm going to kill every one of them because they put my eyes out and they put me in a prison house and I did grind. But no, he didn't get mad. He said, I called him to the Lord, and he heard me. <laughs> and 
David done the same thing over there in Psalms. He said, I called on the Lord, and he brought me out. Do you hear the change? He brought me up out of a miry pit, and he set my feet upon a solid rock. He brought me up. Listen, brothers and sisters, he didn't put you down. He brought you up when he saved you. He brought you out of your muck and your mire. He brought you out of the, the grips of the devil. Hallelujah. He brought you out. And I love my Lord Jesus. Because I tell you what, I'd look at you tonight. I'm saying more others in here could do it. I wouldn't be right here today if it hadn't been for the grace of God and the mercy of God. Hallelujah. People see me today. They'll look at me and say, I don't know what happened. I said, just let me tell you about what happened. Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I'd come up and ask you that too. 25 years ago, you'd have knocked my nose off my shoulders. I said, no, I'm not like that, brother. I said, he put a love in my heart. He put a love in my spirit. Hallelujah. And love conquers a multitude of sins. And I'm here to tell you tonight, I told you I wasn't going to be long because I know you're wore out. But I just want to hope I can encourage somebody to let it go. Whatever you're dealing with. We've had camp meeting. And like Brother Paul said, hey, you talk to that guy. I'm not over camp meeting. I'm still in camp meeting. Hey, I want to have revival every time we meet. I want, I want God to move every time we meet. I, hey, I don't just come in here just like Paul said, you know, he, we don't just come in here. We come in here to raise our hands and worship before we pray. Hallelujah. Because we're giving him all the glory and all the praise of what he's going to do. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you tonight, if there's anything, anything that's holding you back from getting closer to God, I want you to let it go. Let it go. I'll tell you, you got to let it go. I talked to two brothers here a while back. They were talking about a man going across the parking lot. Look at him. He thinks he's something. He goes to church, and he just talks this, talks that, talks that. And they looked at me, and I looked at him and shook my head. I said, brothers, let me tell you something. They said, what do you think about that, Brother Jerry? I said, I'll tell you what I think about it. If I still looked at him, I'd still be lost. Who are you at with Jesus? <laughs> What you holding on to? What are you angry about? What are you mad about? What are you jealous about? Has he done something you don't like? Hallelujah. Hey, church, it's time to get real. It's time to get real. Hey, it's this thing right here. You don't play with it. You don't play with it. You just love it and preach it. You just preach it. Preach it. Hallelujah. This Bible, like Christy said, that's the greatest love story you ever read, especially in, in Solomon. I'm telling you. And I want to express to you what I said here about that Shulamite woman. And I'm going to close. She says, he met me and he kissed me. I worked in everybody's vineyard but my own. And I'm dark from the sun because the sun has made me dark and nobody will have me. Nobody will love me. But he said, about five or six verses later, she said, but for me to turn ahead of my beloved, it's simply amazing. I don't, I don't know where you came from. 
I don't know if you come from a, a beautiful home with a white picket fence around it. I don't know where you drive a Cadillac or a Rolls Royce. That don't matter to me. Well, I, you know, I'm telling you, they, she said over, they say the rose of Sharon, the bright morning star, over in the second verse of Solomon. She said she called him out, but they wasn't talking about Jesus. She's talking about, she's talking about her beloved, which that meant the type of Christ. So she said, I, I got under the apple tree. I got under the apple tree. The apple tree don't have a whole lot of foliage. But she said, I don't burn no more. I don't hurt no more. <laughs> I got under his wings. <laughs> Hallelujah. And she said, I rest up and got me an apple. You know what the apple represents? The fruit of the Spirit. She said, now I've tasted of him. And now what I love is now in me. He's in me. The love, the hope of glory is in me. Hallelujah. You can love your brother when he's inside of you. You can love your brother. And you can hang on to your sister. You can talk and tell them about Jesus. She said, hallelujah. I met my beloved and now I tasted of him. And now he's in me. Hallelujah. And I'm in him. He's mine and I'm his. Woo! Glory. Hallelujah. And I'm his and he's mine and I love him. Hallelujah. Oh, aren't you glad tonight you serve a God that's right on time? Hallelujah. Brother Paul, if you won't come back to the music, I'm going to give just an altar call. And we're going to go home. But if God moves, we'll stay here. But this song, it's an old song. I asked Jason and them to sing it. Brother David's not here tonight. I was going to have him sing it. But they know it. That old song goes like this. You stand to your feet. And I'm going I'm to I'm say this to you. If you got anything bothering you, you don't have to tell me what it is. You don't have to tell nobody around you what it is. But if you want to just let it go, let it go. Lord, my home needs to be better. <laughs> He'll put a love in your home like you never have seen before. He'll put a love in you and he'll put a love in your wife. I never will forget, I told my wife the night I got saved. We was divorced for three and a half years. I went over to her house after I left that 11 o'clock service. I grabbed her by the hand and got her around in the living room and I told the girls to hold my hand. Let me tell you something. You know what's wrong with people today? They don't drop their pride. Pride goes for destruction. I went in there, no matter how bully I was, I was working out ways and wearing gold. Love my body more than I love myself. But when Jesus got a hold of me, hallelujah, I fell deeply head over heels in love with Jesus. Hallelujah. I grabbed my little woman by the hand and I said, honey, I know I've treated you wrong. I know I've not been the husband that I wanted to be. I've not been the girls. I've not been the daddy that I wanted to be. But I do love you. But I found somebody I love more. His name's Jesus. And I guess it's about 3 o'clock in the morning when I went home. We're still praising the Lord at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm telling you, church, I just want you to come up here. If you've got a problem, 
Hallelujah. Just give it to the Lord. Kneel your knee and say, Lord, I'm letting it go. But this old song goes like this. We'll give up and let Jesus take over. Give up and let Jesus take over. Oh, give up. Help me if you know it. Let Jesus take over. Now listen. Well, he make a way for you. Come on. Help me pray, Steve. Now listen. Well, if you got a mountain that you can't climb, and if you got a river that you can't cross, just give up and let Jesus take hold. And he'll make a way for you. Oh, yeah. Come on now, help me. Well, give up. Give up. And let Jesus. Let Jesus take hold. Woo! Give up. Take Jesus. Give up. Give up. And let Jesus. Let Jesus take hold. Anybody needs healing, just come up here and let it go. Just come up and let it go. We'll have men and women pray for you. We'll lay hands on you. Paul said, while it go, we believe when we pray. And let Jesus take over. Let Jesus Take over and he'll make a way for you. Hallelujah. Give me some men of God up here praying for this brother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's his back. Brother Harley, you know what that means? That Lay your hands on him. Hallelujah. Take over. over. Give up. And let Jesus take over. For he make a way for, for you. Yeah, come on. One more time. Well, give up. Give up. And let Jesus, let 
I had this in mind tonight, but I didn't go there. You see on the television, they'll come up and say, let's just put it on let go. Put that grill on let go. You don't need to hold on to it. And within a second of a time, the money's coming down. Well, that's what it's Well, he make a way for you. Oh, yes, he will. Well, give up. Give up. And let Jesus. Let Jesus take hold. Give up. Give up. And let Jesus take I'm telling you, he'll make a way where there seems to be no way. He's a way maker. He's, he's A to Z to me, Brother Lonnie. A, he's my advocate. B, he's my beloved. C, he's my Christ. D, he's my deliverer. E, he's eternal. <laughs> F, he's my father. G, he's a great high priest. H, he is the high priest. But when I get to W, I say he's wonderful. He's wonderful to me. Thank you for coming. I hope you was blessed by this message. I hope I've encouraged somebody. We love you. Thank the praise team. Thank Brother Paul. Thank everybody testified. Hope to see you Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. Hug each other. Love each other. Hallelujah. And we'll see you Sunday. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you for coming.